Dads. Hello. Welcome to Dad Talks, where you get to listen to two dads talk. I'm Jerry Schmansky, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Joe Lopez. Joe, I got a question for you. Uh, yeah. What do you call a chicken looking at lettuce? A chicken looking at lettuce. Um, boy, howdy. I don't know. Chicken Caesar salad. Shut the hell up. Get the <laughs> F out of here. I almost dropped an F bomb. Uh, <laughs> I was told so st- I was told so that stupid. right before the recording and I was like, oh, I'm absolutely leading off that. That is fantastic. That is so stupid. Oh my God. That's great. Beautiful. We it's need beautiful. It. Podcast is done. One That's minute. It. We knocked it out of the park. You're welcome. Have a good world. night, everybody. Thanks, Planet Ant. You're welcome. Oh, wow. that's how we need so to start dumb. these. Every time we need to start them this way. Oh, uh, hachi machi. All right. Uh, Joe, what are you drinking? Um, hey, now that I, I've derailed us thoroughly. Yeah, I mean, we, we literally just talked for half an hour about the McElroys. That's true. So, we were derailed before uh, we even hit record. We could have just hit record and just done an episode on the McElroys. Um, what I have here is a bourbon. Uh, it is what kind a of bourbon? S'mores bourbon by, I think the distillery is called Old Dog. Ooh. Um, let me see. It is uh, a distillery here in Chelsea, actually. Yeah, Old Dog Distillery. Ugly Dog Distillery. Ugly Dog Distillery. In uh, the great Chelsea, Michigan. That is very true, but they have a competition for it every year. That's true. Uh, And it is a s'mores s'mores bourbon, and it's very good. It's sweet, so I can never have more than one drink. Mm. Um, But it's just like a good, like, I don't know, I'll sip on this for half an hour, 45 minutes, depending, because I don't want to, like, slam it, because it's very good. That's a good point. very sweet. Um, Uh, I very much enjoy bourbon on the rocks it's one of it's like one of my favorite drinks of all time it's just bourbon on the rocks but i have this problem okay it's called getting older Mm, because as soon as i have one bourbon on the rocks i have heartburn for three days oh so yeah i have to carefully plan when i'm going to have bourbon and make sure i have a full bottle of tums because (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get heartburn and i just know it and that's that's it's sad how many like times i plan my drinks around like is this going to give me heartburn or am i going to be right. okay uh <laughs> because i'm very much getting older and this is what happens that's really funny i do want to do an episode on whiskey and bourbon one time yeah. um because i think it's very interesting but i didn't start to like whiskey until last like january of 2020 ish oh um we had a team outing in that December before, and my um, my boss's boss was like, you know, try this. Uh, uh, it must have been scotch. Um, he's like, try the scotch, and you know, we'll add a little bit of ginger ale to it. And I was like, oh, that's really good. So then, twenty twenty throughout the pandemic, ongoing, still going. Pandemic's not over. Everybody. Yeah, I was gonna say throughout this entire two years that we've been living with this. Yeah, I would go buy a bottle at my local bushes which is tiny so the selection's not huge which right. gave me great options to like say oh you know i want to try this one compared to this one 
And I started off with Jack Daniels, um, which is good. It's sure. just very sweet. It's, yeah, it's well, it's sour. It's sour mash. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, yeah, but it, to me, it's sweet. I don't know what, what I don't know what that means, but That's sure. Interesting. It's a d- <laughs> weird palette you got there. Yeah, but this bourbon is very good. I'm yeah. a big fan of it. Uh, Jameson so far. That's your top. Whiskey. Yeah. Interesting. God, it's well, Irish it's whiskey. So yeah. good. I uh my drinking bourbon story comes from in business school I had a professor that told us when you go out with your coworkers just order the same drink your boss orders so oh. that you because like as like a courtesy thing right like especially when you're not paying like you don't want to order like the most expensive drink on the menu right mm-hmm. but you also you're not going to order a Miller Lite when you're next to like when you're trying to impress your boss, right? I mean, some people might. Yeah. If your boss orders Miller Lite, you're going to order a Miller Lite. But um, mm-hmm. my boss, and it was actually my boss's boss, was the first person to buy me a drink at this company when I was an intern. Uh, okay. And he ordered Basil Hayden's on the rocks. I have uh, no idea what that is. Basil, Basil Hayden's is a bourbon, and it is okay. one of the oldest bourbons in, in the country. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they claim to be around since like the revolutionary war not the civil war the revolutionary okay. war um i don't Interesting. I'd, maybe that's another dad talk later on down the road when we do our whiskey versus uh bourbon talks i'll bring up right. uh, i'll bring up basil hayden's but it's basil hayden's on the rocks is what my my director ordered and me okay. i was like yeah all right i'll have that and ever since then i have been a basil hayden's on the rock person to this day basil hayden's is still my favorite bourbon even though i've tried a bunch of other ones that is interesting yeah what do you got what are you drinking over there i'll tell you since i plan most things around what gives me heartburn what doesn't what doesn't give me heartburn (laughs) is the beautiful nitro brew of guinness and i this is all right this is i would say in my rotation I drink Guinness probably once every three to four six packs. So okay. I get, and I don't know if I've talked about this before on any of these podcasts. So if I have, well, you get it the second time and good luck. Um, right. So I'll go through and buy like a craft six pack here, craft six pack there, like drink through it, drink through it, drink through it. Uh-huh. And then after about three or four, I'll buy, I'm holding this up to the camera and nobody can see it, but I'm going to show you anyway. The, the full pint can that has the nitro ball in the bottom of it. And I, I, I will drink it from a bottle because I, like from a bottle into a glass because like whatever. Right. But if you really want the full Guinness experience, you got to get the, the, the pint can with the nitro ball in the, in the glass and then pour it correctly. Okay. So, um, my question to you is, uh, and then we can move on to actual nonsense. Do you ever drink? Uh, is it called tan? Where you mix it with cider? I have had it before. I don't prefer it mainly yeah. because, like, I know it's the whole sweet and like dark mixed together, right? I just right. I prefer to keep it separate. It's the coffee, yeah. like you know, taste for me. Yeah, you don't put apple in your coffee. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know your life. I do like caramel lattes. Like, I don't just get regular lattes. I always have to get caramel syrup in it. I right. don't know why, but I feel like that's a different flavor profile than, like, a fruit apple, you know? 
For sure. Uh, we're getting down to pumpkin spice season, and you best believe I'm going to be doing an episode only on pumpkin spice. Ooh. I want the, I history. I, I want the yeah. history of pumpkin spice. Oh, perfect. Done. It's going to be great. We're going to talk spooky movies and pumpkin spice. There it is. Book it. But, that, but that's not why we're here today. No. Today, Joe. You're bringing this up. This is your episode. All right. So, Joe, it is my episode, and I think it's time to have the discussion because here in America, where we live, the beginning of we fall do. brings the most popular sport in the country, football. And me, sure. being the person I am, I am a massive football fan. You love it. I do. I do love it. American football, it's my game. I absolutely love it. I know everything about it. I know all the players. I know everything. Uh, and I love talking about it. I can talk about it for hours and hours. But I'm going to keep it short here because I'm only going to talk about one team and it's the team that I am cursed with loving and hating all at the same time, the Detroit Lions. Oh, I think that that's literally, I think when you're born here in Michigan, you kind of get like, that's it, your duty. It's not even fair because I was born in Connecticut. In <laughs> Connecticut, they are Patriots fans. I yeah. could have been a Patriots fan. You could have. And live my whole life being a Patriots fan. But and no. Had a great ride. The problem is all of my parents are from Michigan. Yep. We all they all watch the Lions. So I watched the Lions. I could have like if I had just stuck with it, I could have been a Patriots fan and had all these championships and Tom Brady and all you that stuff. And I didn't. We still had Tom Brady. He just was no. U of M. Yeah. He didn't really win anything. No, he didn't. He won our hearts. Yeah. Yeah. um so it's not fair so the reason i'm i want to talk about the detroit lions today i want to i want to explain to you as because you're not a sports guy especially not not football right like you like hockey and things like that but you're not you're not a football guy it's too boring joe what are you talking about the chains move every down but like it stops every six seconds all right, that that is a fair criticism. I will give it to you. It's like very <laughs> action packed for about fifteen seconds. The other thing that drives me nuts. It, we'll start with general football before I get it in the Lions. Yeah. The one thing that really drives me nuts is the amount of commercials that are in football. Like it is yeah. absolutely asinine. Just the sheer amount of commercials. When I was watching the playoffs last year, they because of COVID they couldn't like record. They weren't coming up with new commercials and stuff like that. So. You just watch the same six commercials over and over mm. and over again. And some of them are really good. Like the Scoop There It Is. Do you remember that commercial? The Scoop oh, There yeah. It Is commercial? Fantastic. Absolutely A-plus commercial. I saw it nine million times. Every <laughs> single commercial break. Every single commercial break. Scoop There It Is. Scoop There It Is. Like, Joe, I think I still have the ice cream flavors memorized from the stupid yeah. commercial because I saw some and that drives me nuts. I mean, any any sport on American TV has way too many commercials on it, right? But like, one of the benefits of watching soccer is for forty five minutes, there's no commercials. Then they yeah, it's, it, a, it's at, amazing. At halftime, they jam in all the commercials and a halftime show, and then forty five minutes of pure soccer again. Now, yeah, the action on the field much less exciting than football. But there, that is true. There has to be some kind of balance there. 
I think so. I, I'm going to let you talk about the Lions, but oh. I think that I don't really want to. Of, so <laughs> I think part of why I dislike it is I and I don't know that I don't dislike football. I just don't like. There's no drive for it. me to watch it. Yeah. Um, and and that's really with any sport. But when I do catch a game of soccer, which the last time I did was the Euro Cup, I was in the Irish pub in um, Holland. Oh yeah, yeah. And Josh and I were sitting at the bar, and the soccer game was on, so we just watched it. Like, what I like about soccer and hockey is the same way: is there's just so much back and forth. Like at any yeah. moment, it could be somebody's you know ball or puck, and then mm-hmm. half a second later, it's the other team, and there's just like, oh my god, like you're gonna be sitting on pins and needles, like watching what's gonna happen. Oh yeah. With, with football, you got four downs where it's it's this team. Like, they're going to try, and then, hey, you know what? We're going to let those other guys. We're going to let them give it a shot. Excuse my, my language here, but football is like the – I'm not going to say what I was going to say, so it doesn't have to excuse my language, but it is like pure suspense, right? It's all this, like, what it could be. That's what right. football is. That's the excitement of football is like – what if that dude one-handed caught that ball on the sideline? He didn't. Yeah. He fell out of bounds, and now it's fourth down. They're going to punt. But but what if he did, right? Mm-hmm. And what if they come back out next next down and, and throw that big, deep ball? Right. Um, but That big, deep ball. You're damn right. The <laughs> other thing I love about football is I played it for a long time. I okay. know what it – like. I can appreciate the skill that goes into it, okay? So, like, I feel like when I watch soccer, and I know we probably shouldn't compare football and soccer together because, like... No. They're very different sports that do very different things. But, like, I haven't played soccer since I was in fourth grade, right? Yeah. I can't appreciate the technical part of what it takes to dribble around somebody and then, you know, sprint down the field. Like... Right. Let me say this. Lionel Messi, a soccer player, just signed a deal yes. to make 200 million pounds a year. Mm-hmm. Dude, over two years, is going to make $400 million. It makes no sense. Anyway, besides that, but like <laughs> if I went one-on-one with him, it would not cross my mind how much better at soccer he was than me, right? Right. But with football... I know exactly my limits of football and I can absolutely appreciate the skill and strategy that goes into each play, each formation, each. Yeah. Like Joe, I, I'm going to say a phrase that you're going to have no idea what I mean. And it's called pre-snap movement. And it's bringing a wide receiver from the left side of the line to the right side, or it's bringing a running back from the backfield out to the line, or it's bringing the running back that was lined up wide back next to the quarterback in the backfield. That in itself completely changes what the defense is going to show and then opens up the playbook for the offense and makes it a completely different thing that was going to happen than before. Okay. Okay. If you're watching football, you would have no idea. You'd be like, why did that guy run from the line and stand back next to the quarterback? Right? Yeah. But it's because I have been watching football and playing football since I was like three years old. Right? Right. So, and I think that's honestly, and this will transition right into the Lions because it's, I'm trapped. I'm trapped (laughs) here, Joe. I'm shackled to this 
pit of optimism that bears right. no fruit and never, ever, ever succeeds. The Lions have won one playoff game in my entire life. I'm yeah. damn near 30. They've won one playoff game. Oof. And yet every season, I sit back. And this season is no different. But before I go into this season, let's talk about mm-hmm. last season. Last yeah, season. Let's do it. We I had got a lot of thoughts. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. And I want to hear them. I want to hear every single thought that you have about the Lions. Matt Patricia. Hey. <laughs> that's who I'm going to talk about. So it was Matt Patricia's Perfect. third year as head coach. He got defensive players in the building. He had mm-hmm. implemented his system. He had got a really high overall pick where he picked a defensive guy that we needed. And on top of that, he was touted as a defensive genius. That was his okay. like calling card. He's like, oh, I'm a defensive genius. I won a Super Bowl with the with the Patriots twice. Right. Like as a defensive coordinator. I that was his calling card. And the Lions had been very well, I think worse in the league on overall defense for like two years under Matt Patricia so far. But he got his guys, okay. he signed some big agents, he got a good draft pick, put him in the room, and I was like, This is it. This right. is it. He's gonna do it. He's gonna he's gonna we're gonna go eight and eight or nine and seven, and we're gonna go to the playoffs. And we're gonna win a playoff right. game. We're gonna surprise some people. It's the Lions. We're gonna do it. And we ended up winning five games, being last in the division, being a laughing stock, and then our head coach got fired halfway through the damn season. Yeah. And I thought to myself, Ooh. that's it. That's it. I'm not gonna watch the Lions again. I'm not going to do it. Nah. Throw away that Honolulu blue. Just get it out of there. I. But you know what they did, Joe? What did they do? They went out and hired a new coach. I would assume so. And it wasn't the new shiny coach. It wasn't like the guy that's like the next genius. They hired like a guy that could double as a WWE promo, uh, like hype person on a microphone. PJ Fleck. No. That's a good, that, I mean, he also, PJ Fleck also was a good guess because PJ Fleck, <laughs> that's what he did. He was just a hype guy. Um, row that boat. Row that boat. So they, they hired this guy named Dan Campbell and he came in okay. to this opening press conference talking about how these Lions, this, these Lions players are going to embody the spirit of Detroit. They're going to, when they get knocked down, they're going to bite a kneecap on the way back up. When they get knocked down again, we're going to bite the other kneecap. And you're just talking about how tough they And honestly, listening to it as a Lions fan, you're like, oh, no. Oh, is this hope again? Is it back? <laughs> oh, no. But I, I stymied it a little bit. I was like, all right, he's still a first-year head coach. There's no way he's going to be successful in his first year. He's just not. Um, right. But then something else happened, Joe. He hired a really good staff. Like every okay. single person he hired was highly like highly touted by by media across the country of like that was a good hire. Oh, that was a good hire. Oh, yeah. that was a good hire, right? So it felt good. And I was like, okay, still new staff, you know, new coach. Mm-hmm. I it'll be fine. Maybe in a couple of years we'll judge it. I was like, I'm just gonna pace myself this year. Right. I was saying this back in like March, right? Like, I'm just gonna pace myself. Draft was in June. Really good draft. Draft it like highly rated by a lot of people they picked a lot of good guys out there like okay but they're young kids it's just right this is they're right out of college it's a new staff 
It's whatever. Maybe they'll win a few games. I let myself believe that maybe they'll win a few games. They'll surprise some people. Mm -hmm. Then something else happened. Tell me. We walked into training camp. Sure. Training camp is where all the players are together and they put pads on for the first time and they start practicing against each other. Mm. And every media, Detroit Lions media person's like, this Lions team feels different. They're real they competitive. They look pretty good. And wouldn't you believe it, Joe? I have a question. Okay. If you practice, right, you're practicing. Sure, 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 sure. That's what we're going to call it, training, against Correct. the worst team of all time. Will you ever get any better? Please, please don't rain on my parade. <laughs> anyway, go on. Please don't rain on my parade. I also have this thing about practicing. You practice against your own defense. Doesn't your defense know your offense really well? Right. So like when like, they, they know... know the plays coming. <laughs> so I, which I guess would make you better, right? Because if you can execute the play when the defense knows it's coming, like then you really should be able to execute the play when the defense doesn't know it's coming, right? Right, right, right. Um, right. go on. Media is like they're looking good. They looks different. And so Joe, that hope is back. There it is. It's, it's snuck right back in. And I do this every year, Joe. I do it every <laughs> year. I'm so mad about it already. I do this uh. every single damn year where I'm like, this could be it. Lions could sneak in. Yeah. And it's never like, oh, the Lions are phenomenal. They're going to walk out. In my head, it is always, Lions are going to surprise some people. Mm-hmm. The Lions, Lions, they might be good. They might, they might sneak in a couple of wins. Right. This offseason was the worst, too, because in our division... So, you have to win your division to go to the playoffs, okay? Right. In our division, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers are the powerhouse, right? Aaron Rodgers is phenomenally won MVP last year. Like, he's just very, very good. Well, there was a bunch of drama this offseason, and he, for a long time, said he's not going to come back to Green Bay. All Basically, all offseason until, like, two weeks ago, he was like, I'm not going to do it. Right. He's also getting old. Well, yeah. I mean, but sure. But Tom Brady's like 46 or something. And yeah, it's so. just my God. Look at uh, him. And he won the Super Bowl last year, and he was like 45. So, I mean, yeah. who knows? Who knows what age is? And I was like, it was so bad because every time Rogers be like, I'm not coming back, I'm like, who's going to beat the Lions? Like, right. if Green Bay's not there, the Bears aren't that great. The Vikings, eh? Who's yeah. like maybe the Lions sneak in? And Joe, I think I seriously need help. Like I might <laughs> have to talk to my therapist about this because honestly, who lets me get this? Like, there will be legitimate hope. And we are playing one of the best teams in the NFL week one. And I can guarantee you I'm gonna walk into that game thinking Lions might they win got it. it. Lions might win it. They might who come they out playing? and do it. The San Francisco 49ers. How is that a division? I think I want to do a bigger episode. I think I need you to do a series on me okay. for me on football. How how are we Joe in a division football. with San Francisco? Okay, so we're not. We're in a conference oh. with San Francisco. Oh, okay. So there's two conferences, the AFC and the NFC. It's American Football right. Conference, National Football Conference, all right? right? AFC and NFC. The Lions are in the NFC, okay? The Lions play in the NFC North, which is four teams, the Bears, Packers, Lions, and Vikings. 
right? All very, okay. for, you know, North teams. But there's the NFC North, the NFC South, the NFC East, and the NFC West. Okay. Gotcha. The 49ers are in the NFC West. Gotcha. And they, the NFC West is uh, the 49ers, the Rams, the um, Seahawks, and... The San Diego Chargers. No, they're AFC. The... That's all I got. I don't know what else. I'm is proud out of there. you for knowing this. Also, they're not the San Diego Chargers anymore. They're in LA now. Well, aren't the Rams in LA now? Yes, they are. Why does LA get to have two teams? I don't know. And honestly, nobody in LA likes it. The funniest <laughs> thing about the Chargers is they played in a in an MLS stadium, right? The Major League Soccer Stadium that yeah. held like ten thousand people, and they still couldn't fill it. They didn't That's sell hilarious. out. It's like That's funny. Yikes. That's funny. So It's going to bother me, but I'll remember it eventually. Right. So they're playing the 49ers. You got all this hope. They're not going to be good. Is it, is it, you don't think so? You don't think it's warranted to be, to be hopeful? Based on past experiences, that the Lions are historically the worst franchise in yeah. the country. Yes. No, there is no hope. And we're going to get a high draft pick, and I should just call this season a wash and move on. <laughs> Wasn't that the thought last year? But in my they're heart, they're just gonna suck, and they're just gonna get a high draft pick. Once they fired Patricia, yeah, everybody. Once they lost their first couple of games, they're like, "Oh yeah, this team sucks again." Like, but in my heart, Joe, in my heart, the Lions sneak into a playoff game. Well, I hope they do. I hope they do for you. They won't. <laughs> but is there is there anything, any any bit of hope that like something happens that just I'm going to be honest with you. It's pretty pretty much a wild card because I, another big thing is the Lions traded like their quarterback who was one of the best quarterbacks in the league to get a quarterback that's a huge question mark. He's mm. this quarterback. His name is Jared Goff. So obviously, I like him. Same name, right? Um, same name. But he's been to the playoffs and a Super Bowl in the last four years that he's been in the league. Okay. So where's like, he from? Uh, he went to Cal, and then uh, uh, we traded him the the L.A. Rams is where we got we traded Stafford for him. Gotcha. Um, and. There's, I mean, it's a huge question mark because last year he wasn't that good, but the Rams still made it to the second round of the playoffs, and Jared Goff won them two games in that, or one game in that playoffs, and almost won them the second game. All right, and it's like, is he good? Is he not good? Right. Nobody knows, right? So like, but he's won. So I mean, if he comes out and like looks like a superstar, and the defense plays better, Lions might surprise some people. But I say that every year because last year. They signed two really big free agents on defense and got the number three overall draft pick on defense. And the defense was the worst in the league by like miles. Oh, that's a bummer. And we had Patricia, who was the defensive genius. Yeah. And uh, so, all of this to say, Joe, there might be, it's a good thing we don't record on Sundays. Because if we recorded on Sundays, there'd probably be a lot of disappointing talks about this. Damn. Okay. 
All right. Well, we'll need to do check-ins. Okay. Now, I do have a couple questions for you. Please do. Okay? I'm here to educate. Um, again, I would like to do one overall, maybe just about all the sports that are out there. Sure. Um, I'm a sports guy. I, and I want to do one about Detroit sports specifically. Sure. Uh, you want so to learn the state of me. the rebuilds of each team? <clears throat> right. Yeah. So Detroit, I think part of being in Michigan is if you are a sports fan, like, again, this hope just comes across every year for every team, right? Like, so, and it's unwarranted, year for the right? Tigers, right. Hey, the Wings looking good this year. Like, you know. Could like, surprise some people. Every year this happens where all four teams, it, it happens. So my question is, is there other cities, and I can't think of many, that have all four major sports in one city? That's a great question, Joe. Because I think that that's part of it. Part of Detroit pride is you have Pistons, Lions, Tigers, Red Wings. Yeah. All Detroit, where like Ohio has Cleveland Browns, you know, Cleveland Cincinnati Cavaliers. Redskins. Well, mm-hmm. not Redskins anymore, but, um, you know, the... It's the Cincinnati Bengals, and it was the, yeah, Was- since- the Washington football team formerly known as the Redskins. Right. But- um, yeah, Cleveland Browns, and then, you know, like... Uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets, like they're they're scattered around Ohio. I'm gonna but like. Is there me, you know? Many I'm gonna go football team by football city. team and see if I can name you ones with all four. Okay. Okay, because you know I I really can't think of any, and I think that that's part of that that yeah. sticking point here in Michigan, right? I'm gonna start easy. We're gonna go Detroit first. Okay. New York City. So well, they got what? They have two well, football. Here, so they got New York Rangers. Uh, I'm sorry, New York Football Giants, New York Jets. That's their football teams. Right. The Rangers and the Islanders are their yeah. hockey teams. Okay. The Knicks and the Nets are their basketball teams, and, and then the Yankees. the Yankees and the Mets are their uh, baseball teams. Okay. Yeah. Okay. DC. Uh, before I go to DC, Philadelphia. Philadelphia has um, the Flyers for hockey. The Eagles for football, right. the 76ers for basketball, and um, what am I missing? The football. Phillies basketball? for baseball. Phillies yeah. for baseball. But then, but then Pennsylvania's also got Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh too. Yeah, but Pittsburgh only has, they have Steelers. football and mm-hmm. hockey. The Penguins are Pittsburgh. Penguins, yeah. Um, but no basketball, no baseball. Oh, that's not true. They have the Pittsburgh Pirates. They're uh, yeah. They're just missing. Uh, yeah. So Pittsburgh has um, has three out of four. That's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Um, DC has all four. Nationals. Uh, I'm blanking on uh, the Capitals, the Nationals, uh, the Wizards, and uh, Do they the have Washington football? football team. Oh, what is it? It's called the Washington football team. They were the Redskins. They're now the Washington Oh, they were the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Next. Boy, this is going to be one hell of a podcast if we list the city by city. I know it. So I think major <laughs> cities. I'll stop there because you're right. I can't go. Like Miami, I'm pretty sure has all four. Um, But I don't think there's many though, right? No, my, and then I, so I think after Miami, I honestly think... Miami, Dallas, L.A. That might be it. Like, it might yeah. be just, like, big major cities like that. I don't... 
DeRoge is probably going to listen to this and say like, oh, you forgot this one and this one. But I really do think right. it's like only bit. And the fact that Pittsburgh has three out of four is actually impressive because it's not that big of a city. Like, right. Um, but yeah, so I think that that's part of, you know, the pride because the last time I was excited about Detroit sports was in like 2006 when the Tigers, when Maglio hit that home run. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And sent the Tigers to the World Series. Oh, and they blew it. And they blew it. And they blew so, it. Like, you know. The Red Wings were good that year, too. Yeah, they they were. So, again, I want you to oh, do... wait. The Red Wings won the Stanley Cup that year. 07? Did they? Yeah, 06, 07. They won the Stanley Cup. Uh, I want to do one on Detroit sports because I think it's very interesting in the prize line. 07, 08? Is there a... Lions, like when you think of the Detroit Lions, who's the first like player that comes to mind? It's got to be Barry Sanders for me. Barry I, Sanders, right? One hundred percent. And it's funny because Calvin Johnson, Megatron, just got into the Hall of Fame, first ballot Hall of Fame receiver. He was a, a freak, but he retired early. And yeah, like the last time they won a playoff game was with Barry Sanders, which is also ridiculous because again, that was <laughs> damn near thirty years ago. But right. It's, it's got to be Barry Sanders. He's the only one I think that I could think of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, there's. I wonder. It would be interesting, and we're running way too long on time, so this will be the last oh, thought geez. I have. Okay. Um, but it God, it would yeah. be interesting to have the conversation around like, I, even if I asked you, you don't really know sports that like that well, but if I asked you one person from each sports team, you could probably name one person, right? Like, oh, yeah, not yeah, even yeah. current. Like, in when you yeah. when you think of the Tigers, you probably think of Maglio, right? Like, or Punch, right. or, you know, Verlander even, right? Um, Steve Eiserman for the Red Wings. Uh, you know, that Barry, whole Red Wings team. That whole Red Wings team. Like, Steve yeah. Eiserman for, or Steve Eiserman, uh, and then for the Lions, Barry Sanders, for uh, the Pistons, is Ben Wallace, or any of the bad boys, right? Um, yeah. So... When I it would be interesting to have that conversation with people from other sports of like to see if if people because I think if you talk to any other hockey person you say oh the ninety you know the ninety six ninety seven Red Wings they're gonna be like oh my god that team right that team but it, it would be interesting to see if if I knew other people's people that they say right like right it's just interesting yeah it's also been so long since Detroit's won a championship. Like that Stanley so Cup long. in 07 was the last time. And I think 04, the Pistons, and then before that was all Red Wings. And that's it. Yeah. Oh. So I actually Googled it while we were talking. And yeah, the did the Wings, because I, I Googled it and it said the Pistons in 2004. Did the Wings win in 2006, yeah. 2007? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's the last time. We've gotten close. Detroit's gotten close. Detroit's coming back, Joe. Detroit's coming back. It's almost been 20 years. We're back. We're coming back. It's going um, it's, it's to have a renaissance. But I think we should do a Detroit episode. Now you got me hyped about sports. I did I'm it. not even. I did it. <laughs> I have achieved my goal of, of infecting Joe with my optimism about the Detroit Lions. It's not about the Lions. I don't give two shits about the Lions. Joe, you love the Lions. You just listened to a 30-minute podcast about them. <laughs> and real quick, before I go, one more, one more thing. Yeah. Which 
Lions uniform do you like the best? Oh, oh. Home away alternate. I think the home dark grays are my favorite. Okay. Um, I think those look the best. And I, those might be the alternate. I'd have to, I'd have to look um, because they've been changing it up. The Honolulu blue is, is fine, but it's kind of bleh to me. Yeah. I know saying like, oh, the dark gray is cool, but like, I think the dark gray is sleek. I think the, the Honolulu blue is just kind of like, eh, it's just blue. Right. So It's not even like a pretty blue. It's not a pretty blue. It's not a good looking blue, right? Like, no. at least the mission colors, like the blue from Maze and Blue is a good blue, like good deep yeah. blue. Yeah, the lion's blue, I would rather them be like silver. I like that yeah. the silver better than the, the than the Honolulu blue. Yeah, I think I like whatever whenever they wear black. Oh, I like those too. They haven't worn yeah. the blacks in in I don't know. Yeah, ten years the black maybe. Ones. Those are the good ones. Okay. But. I feel like the last time I remember them wearing it, Rod Marinelli was the coach. So that that was a long time ago. No idea who that is. So good. That's and, where we're at. And with that. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Let's Joe. get it out of here. Good God, we talk too much. Oh, we are we're just chatty Cathy's. That's what we are. We are. All right. Well, thank you all for listening so much. We really appreciate it. And hey, go tell one person about us because we're great. Yes, we are. And if you're not following us on so- social media yet, because of the aforementioned greatness that that we are, you should be. And we're at Big Dad Energy Pod yeah. on Instagram and Twitter. And go follow us, please. Go follow us. And uh, thank you to Planet Ant. But, uh, hey, don't go spend all that knowledge in one place. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.